House of Consciousness. Peace and black power, family. House Welcome. of Consciousness. Now let's start that at the House of Consciousness. House of Consciousness. Peace, everybody. Black power, black African power. It's my boy, you know, uh, this Black Panther from Team Osiris. This brother Sanjetti from the Arm and Rock Squad. You know, we're here on 125th for the Kimmick Conference. You know, brother Sanjetti, you know, me and you're going to be splitting time on stage. Uh, talk to the people about some of the stuff you're going to bring to the table tomorrow. All right. I'm sorry, on Sunday. Okay, on Sunday. Peace, hold tap, hold tap. All right, on Sunday, you know what I'm saying, we're going to put into perspective chronologies because again there there's there's this perpetual argument between whether civilization starts in western asia or in africa all right or whether civilization came into africa all right from sumeria and gave birth gives birth to kemet all right so we're going to have that argument however what i'm going to do is i'm going to again further demonstrate the african origins of kemet right and that actually kemet comes before Sumeria, right? And in fact, what you're calling Sumeria is still an African civilization, okay? Now, here's, here's, here's one point, all right? Now, we understand Jope's two-cradle theory. Y'all heard it about that, right? Shake into Jope. All right, shake into Jope, all right? So you got two-cradle theory. You got, you got the northern cradle, and then you got the southern cradle, all right? So where we come from? We come from the southern cradle, right? Now, where does civilization come from? Understand what civilization is. It comes from the word civil, right? Mm -hmm. Civil means to be polite, okay? To do things in order. That's what civ to be civil is. So when you have a civilization, okay, you have rules, conduct, morals, ethics, okay, that you built from the ground, right? And created balanced societies, right? Now, this first happens in the southern cradle. It does not happen in the northern cradle first. Now, what you're calling Mesopotamia is in the northern cradle, or more specifically, the zone of confluence, right? Which is the meeting place of the northern cradle and the southern cradle, all right? Now, if civilization starts in Africa, right, it leaves out and goes into the zone of confluence or into Mesopotamia, okay? So therefore, it, ha it gives birth to it there. Now, uh, Sumerian speakers, all right, speak a Niger-Congo language. Have you heard of the, the language family Niger-Congo? All right, all right, all right, okay, so you've heard of Kiswahili, right? All right, you heard of Bantu, right? All right, you, okay, now, you've heard of Zulu, right? You heard of Kosa, all right? These are Bantu languages, okay? Now, Bantu is under the, um, under the, under Niger-Congo, all right? Now, Niger-Congo is the largest language family in Africa, okay? Now, Sumeria, the Sumerian language is a Niger-Congo language, all right? So, now, what I, I want you to imagine, we have Africa here, we have Western Asia here, all right? If, if you have one language here that's part of Niger-Congo, right, and all the Niger-Congo languages are here, does... Sumer is is this going to give birth to this or is this going to give birth to this? You see what I'm saying? 
So that means that civil that these speakers left Africa and went here. Makes sense? All right. Now, and we could demonstrate this linguistically because wherever people go, they take the language, right? They take the culture, right? All right. They take their food. They take their their style, their mode of, mode of food production. All right. Their their symbolisms, etc. And this is what goes into Western Asia to what we're calling Sumer. Okay. Now again, we could demonstrate it through the language because you can't go anywhere without your language. All right. So I'm gonna make a minor point to touch on that. All right, because there's other points of chronology that has to be uh, touched on. So that's just a little tidbit, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Now, again, you want to study African languages, because, again, everybody's in the conscious movement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? But you have to put the time in, okay? Study, study an African language, to pick one. Study Kemet and then study an African language, in addition to whatever else that you're doing. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. We uh, we definitely know that the Sumerians at one time they called themselves the Blackheads, so we already know they wouldn't have picked that name if they didn't have an African influence over them. If you go into the museum in the Metropolitan Museum, you'll see wing disc, you'll see other artifacts that remind you of Kemet. That doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. Like the brother just said, they took their style, their language, their cultivation, everything that they used in civilization, they took it with them when they went to this spot. So that means when you see the similar influence and you do the comparative analytical analysis between the two and you recognize that, man, these all this stuff looks the same, it's a reason for that. This culture birthed that culture. So when people say things like, Sumeria birthed civilization and then went down to Africa and birthed that. We call that pseudo because you're talking about a civilization that they date around what, 6,000 years for Sumeria? What do they date Sumeria at? 3,000. 3,000 years? Wow. So, a 3,000 year old civilization birthed the thousands of years. 5,000 BCE, so 5,000 years ago, okay? Right. All right. Okay. But again, I don't want to go yeah, too. I don't go too deep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because again, that that that's where we get into a little bit of presentation. But that's uh -huh. all right. But again, Kemet predates that. Kemet predates that by a lot because when you go into these temples and you see the systems carved out and they mapping out stuff, we talking about from 20 plus thousand years. They mapped stuff out. They looked in the stars and they could tell things. And you're trying to tell me that this civilization that could be at most dated at 5,000, I'll even give them 6,000 years. You trying to tell me a go. We gonna try to tell you that this civilization that is 6,000 years ago birthed a civilization that mapped out stuff for 20,000 years ago. That's what I'm talking about. That's the pseudoism that people are coming to the conference and wanting to present and we got to shut that down as the Amara squad, as Team Osiris. We can't let you disrespect our ancestors. Dr. Jope, Chancellor Williams, she, uh, uh, Theophile Banga, Dr. Ben, John Henry Clark, Asa Hilliard. All these brothers fought too hard to put us where we need to be and tell our true story for you to come in with some pseudo ship and try to knock us at our own conference. So we coming to dispel all those rumors. We coming to take that out. Uh, no disrespect to the brothers, you know, it's never personal because we all African, so, you know, you my brother if you're an African man 
or an African woman, you my sister. But we have to defend the scholarship of our ancestors. It is our duty. They left us here to do that. God's not sending anybody for us. He sent us. So we're going to do the duty of our ancestors and be those Magi warriors that rose from the south, that rose from Nubia, and come there and defend Kemet and its honor. That's what we're coming to do. Let me say this, too. Um, and for the record, we don't have anything against Sumeria, okay? Because, again, Sumeria is an African civilization, okay? What we, what we, what we seek to do is get proper perspective, okay, and proper historio historiography, how to graph history, how to plot history, okay, so that you can know your place in space and time. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, history, that, that's your clock. That's your clock. And, if, again, if you don't know how to read your own clock, then you don't know what time it is. So you have to know what time you are in, place, in, in space in, at every point in epoch in the history of this world. Okay, so again, we don't have nothing against Sumeria, all right? Again, again, again that, that's ours too, okay? That's ours too. We understand the African presence around the globe, okay? The African presence in early Asia, the African presence in early Europe, African presence all over, in America, etc. cetera, all right? But what we have to do is keep it a proper perspective, you know what I'm saying? We want to let, let our, our Moorish brothers know, listen, Moorish history is a part of African history, okay? But see, the, the problem is everyone gets caught up on the different names. It sounds different, therefore it is different, okay? We have to get away from the European mindset, okay? The European mindset is not limited to racism, okay? The European mindset has other thought patterns that we are unconsciously following, all right? Which is, if something's different, therefore it's wrong, because I believe I'm right, okay? It's called xenophobia. Phobia, irrational persuasion. If you use one. Okay, all right, Kemet, brother. Okay. 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 Cuba, huh? Palo. Palo, maybe. Little bit. Little Santeria. <laughs> all right now. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. So, again, we brothers, automatically, anyway, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But again, it's just the difference of where... Okay, you know what I mean? See, it's just a... Different slave ships. We all came on different slave ships throughout the Americas, except for Canada. You got a black community there in Canada. They don't talk about them too much. It's there. Absolutely. All right, you know, and you know I'm, glad, I'm glad he brought that up. All right, here's a question that some of our, now not, every, not all of them, but some of our Moorish brothers will say, hey, slavery never happened, right? All right, or the abuse didn't happen until after the 1800s or something like that. Have y'all heard that before? Yes. Okay, y'all heard that before, okay. Some will say, well, what happened to the slave ships? Right, you heard that before, right? Yes. Guess what? They were not slave ships. They're called merchant ships. That's why you don't find them as slave ships, okay? They were not constructed to for human cargo per se they were constructed to carry what yes yeah, a trade of different different di and then we became the trade then we became okay okay a forced commodity through the process of enslavement because again never say that you're a slave or we were slaves okay it's a process of enslavement 
okay? The Ma'afa, all right? Others may say the Ma'angami, uh, the Ma'angamizi in, um, in Kiswahili, a great and utter disaster. Great tragedy, great and utter disaster. Right. Much, okay, so we're talking about the same thing, okay? So again, you can go, there, there are museums, okay? There are, um, there are excavations of sunken merchant ships that were used, okay? So when someone asks you, well, what happened to the ships? Do a Google search, uh, Google search, okay? It's really easy, okay? Don't get duped. Just go in and do a little research and you'll find sunken um, merchant ships around the world. All right, the last one I looked, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I was ready, yes. Yeah, I was going to mention that. There's a recent article about one in South, on the coast of South Africa, okay? So it's there. And, and the account is that at least 20 people had to swim, swim back to shore and everyone else drowned, okay? So when someone asks what happened to it, that's one of the things that happened to it, okay? And again, that can be demonstrated. That's proof. That's, archae that's um, evidence, okay? So, and here's something else I thought about, too. This is after I was listening to Dr. Joy DeGruy, author of um, Post-Traumatic Slave Syndrome, okay? Keep in mind that we're all, we're all hurting, okay, through all the history, okay? And what happens is the thing of escapism, okay? We don't want to face that reality, all right? So what will happen is we'll create or attach ourselves to false realities by, by saying, oh, it didn't happen. What happened to the ships, okay? Again, that is escapism because you don't want to deal with the reality of it. Okay. And, and let me just touch on what escapism does and how detrimental it is to us in the community. You don't want to deal with that pain. Amos Wilson talk, touched on this. It's very difficult to deal with the pain. So escapism is a symptom or a byproduct of you not dealing with that pain. So what does that do to us as a community? That makes these white folks feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. That makes them feel exonerated. That makes them feel like oh, I don't feel as bad because this brother just told me that this stuff never happened. So we're, 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 it's very detrimental to our community because we're letting them off the hook now. Any chance of brothers saying they want reparations or anything like that, it's not going to happen when you letting people off the hook for great tragedies that they've done to your ancestors. You told them it didn't happen. They were looking for a way out anyway. You just gave it to them. Right. So now the escapism is now making white folks comfortable, and any time our oppressor and our enemy is comfortable, this is a bad idea. This is something we got to address, because when they comfortable, you get comfortable, and then another attack on your people is going to happen. You get complacent. The guard is let down. The warriors are not at their post. They sleep. When that happens, we in trouble, y'all. You don't give them no out like that, especially when you haven't done the research. Like the brother said, it's not hard to find out where those ships went. They have a full list of those ships online with sources of where they went. Most, some of them went to China and continued to be merchant ships. Some of them were broke up. Some of them were sunk. It's not hard to find this information. It seems like in a conscious community, there are certain groups and there are certain people within those groups, because it's not the total group, but there are people that want to make up things just for the sake of getting in front of this camera. Just for the sake of getting a name out here. And see, this is what happens when you're in the hustle. 
when this is your main way of paying your bills, when this is your main way of putting food on your table, you have to constantly reinvent yourself and get some information out here so y'all can soak it up and buy the DVDs and be on the websites and get the likes and everything like that. But you end up not doing the research or the due diligence on the subject. You go to some pseudo website that some white boy wrote about slavery and now you're putting that poison out to our community. That's the vicious cycle when you use this as a hustle instead of liberating your people. The constant reinvention must occur for me to make 18 DVDs a year for me to put food on the table. See, that's why we got to get into economics, because when you get into economics, you ain't got to keep doing that. We got a sound economic plan so people can go on and get jobs in the community with people that look like them. So they don't have to make 100 DVDs. They don't have to keep getting in front of this camera. We got, that's why we got to pull our resources. Hold on, hold on for a second. Oh, what, something there. As a, who you think is our greatest enemy on this planet right here? Our greatest enemy on the planet right now. See, well, number one, that's a two-fold question. Because sometimes we can be our greatest enemy. Sometimes we stop ourselves. We know who the enemy is. We know who the people, but we got an we got an enemy out there. We got an enemy out there. And if hold on, let me let me answer the brother question, and then I'm then I'm gonna go to you, Sa. That's the that's the thing. That's the thing, brother. The real enemy you're not gonna see. They're not gonna come to your block and say and say I'm the enemy. I'm here to take what you want. Okay. In real life, that's bullshit. When a nigga's your enemy, you know who your enemy is. You see him. I ain't never seen a white person as my enemy. White person ain't do nothing to me. White person ain't do nothing to my ancestors. They did it to themselves by being by being separate. Okay. You say the ancestors, your ancestors did it to themselves. Are you talking about slavery? They were, sep they were separated in Africa when the white people came in there. That's how they was able to do what they did. This is, this, is, this is where we get into a false sense of reality. No disrespect to you, brother. But we say, okay, the white man never did nothing to me. The brothers did everything to me in my life. Well, we always blame the computer and not the virus that attacked the computer. Mm. Let me give you a story. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish, brother. That's what you're doing. You're playing word games. Instead of you dealing with the root of the problem, which is yourself and your people, you saying it's the top of the tree. Okay. We have to hold ourselves accountable. I'm not, I don't do escapism. Everybody holds themselves accountable. But hold on, brother. Hold on. Because you said your ancestors did it to themselves. But let me tell you about some crackers. Let me tell you about some crackers that block trade routes that came with the cannons and said, if you don't give me your people, I'm going to blow your whole village apart. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did, problem. When they first came, they came as missionaries. They came as missionaries. They came just like they came here, cool, kissing ass. They look for the holes, like anybody would do, that's trying to come up. And when you see the holes, which is the separation, then you capitalize on that. But it wasn't no real ambush. The ambush came after the takeover was already the took over. I don't disagree, but what you're missing is, if I come to you on some, you know, humbug, you know, I get in cool with you, you know, I learn your ways, and I slick you out, you know what I'm saying? 
That's are are you sure that's on you? So I was supposed to know you was a devil, and I was supposed to read your mind, and I'm supposed to know that you was gonna enslave me. But how would I supposed to know the tricks when I've never encountered these tricks in my whole existence? I've never known that. You're supposed to know that the tricks is tricks because you never encountered them. So if you ain't never seen that shit, then you should know that that ain't right. If a fucking alien walked down right now, I ain't never seen the alien, but I know goddamn well that ain't me. Mm -hmm. So but let me say this though. See, let's back up some. See, one of the things we have to stop doing is blaming ourselves for what this white man has done to us. If this white man come into my house or your house, kidnap your daughter, rape your daughter, are you going to blame your daughter for that? Or do you look at this white man as being responsible for what he has done? Because remember, they have did this for 500 years. He came into our house, kicked down our door, not only the big man, but he took our babies. He took the little babies, chopped off their heads. Put it on sticks, burned it alive. Like he said, we didn't know who, what they was capable of. We opened up our doors, welcomed them into our house, we fed them. Now, so are you gonna blame the babies? Yeah, look at this. You blame the person that opened up the door because you gotta understand before they was getting raped and all of that, nobody kicked in the door. Nobody. Oh no, no, hold on. No, 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 no. You gotta hold them accountable for what he did. But what he did wasn't the root. It wasn't the beginning. You got to start at the beginning. Okay. Who opened up the door? You got to deal with who opened up the door for this white person. Then, the then, no, no, you got to deal with who opened up the door for the white person to come in. My bad. Then, then, then you got to deal with what happened after that. You can't just jump and say, oh, the white man okay. raped this person. Oh, okay, hold on. We're going to break. If somebody raped my daughter, the first question I'm going to okay, ask is, who got the fuck let this motherfucker get next to my daughter so I could deal with okay, him Okay, okay, all right, all right. Hold on, no, 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 not, not yet. Let's, let's, we're going to focus, we're going to focus. This is an issue that we're having because we don't focus, okay? Now, you see all these different perspectives, right? It's not like one thing happened. And the reason why, the reason why we're always having these circular arguments, oh, did the white man do it? Let's blame the white man. Oh, no, let's blame ourselves. Okay, not understanding that you're dealing with a system. But it's not a hold, I, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, no, 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 you just did it though. I didn't say we need hold to blame on. ourselves. We need to look you at the You said we were our number one enemy. Okay, 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 hold on, okay. So I, if, I say, if, I, if I say, yo, these cigarettes is fucking me up, that's right, hold, my enemy. My, my brother, my brother. I'm adjusting my issue. And you're placing the blame on yourself. Okay, hold on, okay, okay. Okay. Blame is when something my brother, my brother, brother, right here, right, right here. Listen, listen, check this out. You're dealing with the system, okay? The only people, and I'm, and I'm gonna pretty much try, try to spin off of Amos Wilson. The only people that benefit from us saying, "Oh, we gotta blame ourselves," is the person you don't see, okay? Now, when you stood over there, you said, "I can see my enemy." That's what you said, right? When you stand right there, right? Okay. Your true enemy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because see, see, if, if I, I'm not playing. I'm not playing no games. Because you just saying I said three. You just saying three words. Okay, okay. Let me What do you mean by that? When you say you can see your I mean, please, please make it short. What, what I meant was, he said, you gotta worry about the enemy you can't see, and I said I ain't never had an enemy that I ain't see. Okay, all right. I mean, I mean, okay, all right. That's wisdom. 
But see, if I wanted to attack you, right? Mm -hmm. In fact, can I get you to stand right here for me, please? And what, he said uh, and, no, 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 anyway, it doesn't matter. No, no, stand, stand right here between us. I'm going to create a buffer so you don't know I'm coming. Okay? No, okay? I'm a, no, listen, listen to me. Okay? No, no, that's real talk. I'm going to create a buffer. I'm going to create a buffer. Okay? For example, there are wealthy whites who will take, this is history. Okay. My man, guess what? I know who sent them because I was beefing with them first. So you talking bull, I'm real, my nigga. You talking bull. Okay, all right, you know, we're going to move on. We're going to move. But no, 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 we're, we're, we're going to move on. Okay. You don't have no all right. enemy you My man, we, we cool. All right. no man, but I don't have to agree. No, I understand you, but what I'm doing, I'm trying to give you historical, uh, hold on, trying to give you historical. When you go on your path, you start losing what makes sense. Okay. Because you're saying like, you basically saying um, if somebody if somebody send you, which that don't make sense. Because even if a person send a person, I still know who sent them because I had beef with them. Okay. See, but see, here's it. Here's the. I'm gonna always know my enemy. But here's the thing. Unless we never seen each other or communicated with each other, and if we never seen or communicated with each other, then how are we enemies? Because he's been seen studying you, brother, for and why is this? Yes, right, and that's why. And that's why we're sitting having this argument. But guess who's not getting touched? Guess who's not getting touched? Your enemy. He's not interested in getting to know you personally, brother. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's not. In, no, let me finish, brother. Let me finish. He's not interested in getting to know you personally. All he sees is this: your dermis, your skin tone, and that's all he cares about, and that's all he needs to know. Scheming on. How am I gonna scheme on Sarnetta without him seeing me scheming on? Because he could. If you scheming to get somebody's shit, you got to be all up in they shit. He is. Don't you see this stuff? He all in the community. Where the black-owned businesses? He got these He's all in this shit. Because we not together. And I agree. We not, opening we not opening businesses. You using points of shit that's irrelevant. They got all of this shit because they doing that. We not. It don't got nothing. I agree, brother. I agree with you saying. Cinema. How about no? How, how about this? How about this, bro? How about you combine what you talking about and combine what he talking about and combine what he talking about and get the solution instead of arguing as as as, as, as if. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. As if. As if. We're different. You're you're saying the same thing. You're saying the same thing I'm saying. You're just saying it different. Okay. He's saying the same thing you're saying. You're just coming from a different angle. But 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 see but okay no, no no but see that's necessary and yours is necessary Absolutely. we need both you know why because we're dealing with a system you're not dealing with just one linear thing we need you we need you we need help Absolutely we need we need everybody I honestly believe if all black people came together all the problems y'all talking about would not exist But that's but brother no, I'm a free thinker. No, you can't. can't be free You're free thinker, <laughs> but you want, but you want unity. That's that way. We gotta work it out together. Hey, brother. Brother, let me say. I asked you that question. Let me tell you. We It's not. It's never been. It's never been in history with all races. We all people come together. It's gonna be few people come together. Yeah.
You know, the only reason why we're in our condition, why we're in, because a lot of our leaders are in prison, a lot of our leaders have been killed, you know, and a lot of our leaders out there, people don't want to listen to. The only, it's many are called, but few are chosen. And if you look, if you're waiting for all black people on the planet come together, that will never happen. It's only, it's only the few going to make that happen, yeah? It's only to make the difference, you know, because it's not all white people together. In World War II, Hitler decided he wanted to go against his brother. Adolf Hitler believes he wanted to go against his brother. And you know what his brother said? Fuck that. We're going to war with you until you behave yourself, you know. So, brothers fight. Brothers fight, but when the end of the day, they come together, you know. All that intellectual and this and that, it's not everybody can be scholars. Some people are fighters, some people are scholars, some people are cookers, some people sweep the street, some people clean the bathroom. That's the way, you know. The, the main thing, our, our situation, as, as, as I think what caused us to be in, in problem because we, we haven't listened to our leaders and we haven't followed our leader. I think that's our, you know, because everybody cannot be a scholar. You might know something that I don't know, and I might know something what you don't know. Yes, but being, you can be an intellectual fool. You can talk all day. That don't mean nothing. You got to organize. Your brother, so you gotta organize. Brother, so you you been, you're in an organization, right? I'm into organization. I'm into organization. Which organization? I, you know, I'm into an organization. One and you organization know one thing? I, I, no, but so huh? the problem. What organizations are we involved in? What organization are you in? Can you talk about it? I can talk about. I'm, I'm into yeah. I'm into I'm into organization. And my organization is 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 is, is, is do do for self. Do you know I do for my brother? I I, I coach okay, boxing. No, no, I'm not. I, I coach box. I coach boxing. Are you coming to the I, conference tomorrow? I, I mean, if, uh, uh, the conference on Sunday. Okay, what about if I don't come? Is, is that mean that I'm not no, a part no, see, of of, no, yes, of my you know brother? You know what it means. Yes. First of all, right. This is the conscious community. See yes. The camera right there. Yes. This is conscious community. Yes. We can't do this by ourselves. You, you're right about that. We all got to shift real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go over there. Organization. Move over here. Where we, where we going? <laughs> One minute. Let them take them pictures down. Okay, I, I, I flipped that real quick. Yeah. I flipped that bird. I'm, I'm with, I'm with the brother Reggie. We, we, we all talk in unity, but uh. Hey, my brother. Yeah, it's mine. It's mine. All right. We we talk we yeah I know we talk in unity but we're not joining any organizations that are together to push an agenda for black people. I'm a part of several organizations. I'm Outlaw RBG. I'm Us Lifting Us. I'm, I'm Magi Archers. I'm Armin Ra Squad. I'm, I will be a part of anything. I'm a part of ASCAT. Uh, anything I have to be a part of to get this thing done, I'll get it done. I'll be the mayor of Pluto. If I can get it done. And what's the benefit of joining these organizations? Us Left and Love is an African economic model in which we are asking all people to join us to gain economic power in the United States of America. The full expression of power is in a collective group. There's never been one person to conquer any nation anywhere. It's been a group. 
And that, that has been a problem with some of the young speakers that have been speaking today. That's why I've been interrupting them. They, uh, they see the camera, they're so excited, they want to get their point across, right? But they're not part of anything. So they're not building, they're not exchanging ideas, right? And then they, then they see us, right? And everybody here is a scholar right here, right? However, they figure that their opinion has value. It does have value, but there are other opinions and other ideas and other facts that have much more priority. Right? That solves more problems. I can't do it alone. I need y'all. Right? And in order for us to get our people free, intellectually free, right? We have to work out the uh, differences in our analysis so that at least we can agree to disagree and get what we call a baseline. Yes. Right? A baseline. Once you got a baseline, then you can execute some type of plan. But these free thinkers, that's not what we're working with in the black community. They got to go, right? Because they don't, they're not working, they don't depend on us. In order for us to win this systemically against our oppressor, it has to be a unified effort, right? And now, listen, intellectually, we're going into this conference, right? And y'all heavyweights, right? Uh, you're like, you see how he did that? <laughs> I'm just learning. No, no. My job in the conference, right, My, I'm a becomer. I help, like Kepra, make this possible. To bring new faces in that people haven't even saw before. So as in our ancestral, we could, I can step back. I could be a heavyweight, but I'm not a heavyweight because as much as needing you to be the heavyweights, you understand? We're all on that boat together. So I can step back like Ray, right? And let the other people do the work so that there could be a tomorrow. I can't be somebody who's just holding the keys and you ain't got the keys. It's your generation, you have to show and prove, right? And uh, you disagree or agree? You, you agree or disagree? I agree with you. Um, because again, we need those who have wisdom, such as yourself, okay? to be able to, you know, package that information, all right, so that it's deliverable to the next generation, okay? And if I fail, okay. then you pick it up, right? Exactly, and okay. That's what it, and I, I, but I can't hold it, it's not my ego. See, well, we gotta move into a point where it's about the success. So it's passing down the information and exchanging the information, because I may not be the most capable person. I may be a person of my time, but I may not be a person of this of a particular generation, right? So this is what this is what this conference is about. Hey, yes. You know what? Um, since, since since this is a uh, a committed conference, right? So let's take let's take the whole thing of co-regency, okay? That's how I see this. So again, we have our elders who are ruling with the younger. So it, it's it's a it's a nice overlap, a co-regency, you know what I'm saying? So that the the elder can train the younger. So when it's time for the others to pass on, the younger has already it's been like, trained. It's more like the pearl. Um, it's more like that. Uh, it's more like it's more like it's more like the house of life, right? Because in this case, we're not ruling anybody. But I understand the concept of co-regency, right? But what it is is we're exchanging. So I could be, uh, let's say, uh, a carryhab or a priest, right? And I wasn't here to hear your conversation, but this is going to help you in terms of the Moors. 
Where you running at? Where y'all running at? The moors. Black people. Is there such thing as black moors and where did they come from? How did they become moors? Where did they get that from? Okay. This is the Amin Ra squad right here. So they're going to keep it real. Arrows up. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's let's start with the term more, okay? You know how you know you are more? Look in the mirror. That's it. There's not that Yes, I'm a more. However, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because see, the term more is is simply describing the way you look phenotypically. But the more the more that practicing to disagree with you. Okay, and that's and you know what? And that's okay. Because Lord Abba would disagree with you. Oh, me and Lord Abba had a conversation for years. He he won't he he knows he won't win that argument. Okay. All right. So what I'm asking you is, where did the term more come from? Is that a is that a um a origin of of our? Did we call ourselves Moors in ancient times in history? Did we call ourselves Moors? Right. Where did it come from, and how did we adopt the term more? Okay. That's the question. All right. Okay. Now, the term more, as found in European literature, okay, okay when they were referring to dark-skinned people or people of non-European phenotypes. There you go. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Now, according to my own my research, when I collected linguistic data, all right, the term as it's being applied to us all comes out of Indo-European languages. Okay, I went and got the dictionaries. I looked at um, the literature from Europe. Okay, and how they were describing when you read things from, uh, let's say, Shakespeare, Othello, all things like that, and using the term more, they're using it as a description for a dark-skinned person of non-European phenotype. Okay, and the word comes out of Proto-Indo-European. Okay. Uh, hold on. Do you find this word in Merunetcha? No. No. The word more, it means dark or black. Okay, when I looked at it in Indo-European languages, it can mean black, the night, black ants, all these things. I already wrote a paper on it. It's on Facebook for everybody to read it. Okay, and I put the sources there. I wrote it back in 2010, 2011. Okay, so you can go, go to my page and look it up. And if you have any questions, then... We can have the conversation. All right. So I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you. So okay. Now the word more. Now listen. The yeah, way. Okay. The way. Hold on. Hold on. Call yourself a more when you just said the Europeans called themselves that to describe somebody. You okay. said the Europeans gave them that name. No, 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 no. What I said was the European. They refer to us as more. There you go. Okay. Right. So that the word the Europeans gave us that. Right. Okay. Gave us that. Right. So, so what, I, what, I, what I'm saying? A term that you know that the Europeans gave you. Okay. What I'm saying they is call us, they call us nigger. Do we accept that? Because okay. they call us nigger. Uh, no, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. Stay focused. Stay fuck. Okay. Let's stay focused. The term more or morenos. Okay. It simply means dark or black. Now, if I'm speaking Latin, all right, I would use the term moreno. Okay, okay, that's fine. All right, now when I'm using African terms, okay, I may call myself um, Kala or Mukala. Okay, but again, if I'm using Latin base, if I want to give a person respect or something like that, that's darker skin, you would say Moreno, but if you want to insult them, you would say Negro. Okay, all right, now when I grew, I grew up speaking Spanish. Okay, now I was in a club one time, and these, these sisters who were Puerto Rican. All right, they they're using the word Moreno, 
okay? And they also use the word negro at the same time. I said, no, don't, don't call me negro. It would be moreno, based on that language. Now, that's just Latin. Now, if I'm dealing with African languages, I don't need the term, okay? Because we didn't classify ourselves like that. We didn't, we didn't do that, okay? Each group of people okay. in the nation so had their own, fair, just okay? Just to be fair to the Moors, right? To be fair to the Moors. To be fair to the Moors, right? They will say that it has nothing to do with the European in the names, right? It derives from places. It derives from a place like Mauritania, right? Mor the Maurice, right? Or it may be in uh, Syria, right? Or it may be in India, right? These are the, so for them, it says that it derives from people and the Europeans are only using a word that of the people describing themselves. So when the Europeans heard these words, like, you know, you know, Saint Maurice is basically Saint Maurice, which, which, uh, which connects him to uh, the area in Mauritania, right? They say that these are peoples and that it's the same thing that happened with Africa where uh, Cyprius, uh, Publius, uh, he named himself after the people who, that he conquered. Scipio Africanus. Yes. Scipio Africanus. Publius Scipio Africanus. Af right. But, but, but before he was, he wasn't Africanus. That's my point. Right. He is a place. Right. He conquered the people. Right? And then he named himself after those people. But those people were already there. The Moors would say that they were already there. Okay. Now, as far as the actual people in North, and what we call North Africa, yes, they were there. Okay? Now, here's the thing we have to understand about linguistics. Because two words, let's say, have an MR, all right, does not automatically mean that it's the same word. Okay? A lot of our brothers, okay, of the Moors persuasion, again, not all of them, a lot of them don't study linguistics properly, okay, or even study it, period. So every time you see MR, all of a sudden, boom, that's the Moors, boom, that's the Moors, okay? Yep, that's that, that, okay, that's not how scholarship is done, okay? Because what if I go to China and I see a word with a TR in it, okay, and then I go all the way to, let's say, Zimbabwe and find a word with a TR in it, am I going to automatically assume that it's the same word? No, that's not scholarship, okay? Now, I did do some research. I looked at uh, Berber languages, okay? Because I was trying to figure out, I want, I want to know Moorish history, okay? I don't want pseudo-ship. So, going to North Africa, there is a word with an MR root, okay? It's, but it's not Latin, though, okay? And I think it has something to do with land, okay? Now, this term for land in Berber is not the same word coming out of Latin for more. It's not the same word. The one in Latin has to do with darkness, night, black, black ants. Okay, that which is dark. The one that I found in North Africa is a completely different word, but be, just because it has an MR in it, they automatically assume it's the same word, and they're not focused, okay? So now, <laughs> folk etymology, pseudo. pseudo. Right. So what we have to do is, this is the problem. Now, you're calling yourself a more for a whole different reason than they are calling themselves more. Correct. Isn't that confusing? No, okay. No, that's okay. confusing. Okay. No, no, because see, see what y'all... No, that's confusing on their part. You're, you're, hold on, hold on. See, y'all are using... Okay. You're mistaking it as... I'm using it as a 
I d as a title. You to use it. Okay, I don't use it. All right, but he asked. Y'all used it. No, I didn't. Okay, okay. He asked you. You ever heard Larry? No, I like Larry. Okay. He asked you, are you a more? And I said, a more, yes, because of the phenotype, not by ideology. All right, I understand. So what I'm saying is that becomes confusing for us when we claim that we are something, right, and other people are using the term. Do you understand what I mean? I understand completely with, with, with you, um, what you're saying. Okay, okay. By, pheno, by phenotype, are you a more by phenotype? No. Because you, a more you, doesn't exist. It's a European word. Okay. I am not going are you to black? play. I am a person. Black is a culture. Black has become not a color, but a designation for a peoples that I accept. Okay, and you're okay. So black comes out of English. The word itself, we're getting it from English, right? Uh, um, I in fact, you know what? How about you know? We're not okay. How about this? Because I don't want to argue with y'all, my elders. Okay, we on the same page. Okay, but okay, okay, for the people. Okay, for the pe for right. the people. Okay, right. the the way that I used the word. It's right. simply because of the phenotype, not ideology. So the, why, the mistake. Not, why can't you just say, listen, I'm black and I'm African. And yes, I'm black and I'm African. Why do we I, have, I don't have why? a problem with that. Now, my only problem where it becomes confusing, right, is that when we use another term. So we have to be more stringent. First of all, you know what me and you and the squad and... Well, you know what we all have to do? We First of all, we have to rename Africa. At some point, we got to rename Africa. This yeah. year, this year, 2016, we got to rename the continent of Africa. Right, we uh, got to bring that to... Well, check this out. Um, our, good, our good brother, yeah. um, Asar Imhotep, yeah. shout out, that's my brother, yeah. okay, actually proposed yes. a term, okay? What's the term? What's okay, he? actually the, ter the term Tameri, yes. okay? And the word Mer Tameri yes. Mary and Tameri does not mean land of more, for the record, okay? Right. Thank you. All right, it does not mean that, okay? But it's based on this word Tameri, beloved land. Yes. However, um, tomorrow, I think we're going. We do. We're doing a trip tomorrow. Is that right? You're using that word tomorrow again. This is a pun. They like that, right? To <laughs> marry tomorrow. So that's more. So you got to watch them on linguistics, right? So okay. We go, yes, we're going. Uh, we're the, going the uh, day Saturday, after Saturday. today. The day Saturday. after today. Yes, Saturday. Okay. Without using that word, because they're gonna say, you see. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Then I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll get I'll get you that information because I don't want to say it incorrectly, but it's based on this word time marriage. Well, that's what we got to work on, right? Because we have to clear up. So we have to be very specific about what we call ourselves and connect it with our culture. Because when you call yourself a more, you're actually connecting it up with a religious Mor organization, mm -hmm. right? Morocco, a Mauritania, of Morocco, mm -hmm. a Mauritania. It's confusing. Okay. And okay. I understand why you use it, but that's why we're not doing this. We're just having conversations between right, right, brothers. Right, right. All right. There's okay. no wrong or right between us because at the right. end of the day. We got to make sure we clear it up. Right. Okay. House now. Of consciousness, Amara squad up, right? That's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're right. We don't make those mistakes where it counts. But our listeners can make, uh, okay. our watchers can make that mistake. So with the term more, the yeah. way I use it, I use it based on the meaning of the word, not as an ideology, because a lot of people make it an ideology. They'll take the word more and make it a religion, okay? Where I do not adhere to that, okay? Because see, the definition of the word more, morenos, more, is simply, you're a dark-skinned man, that's it, nothing more, that's it, okay? Why that's how I use it. Okay, but now, are we African? Dark-skinned, uh, descendants of the continent that they call Africa, why can't we just limit ourselves? We can't be all over the place. That's the problem with our people. We all over the place. That's right. So so again, so now, okay, 
Okay, so now, watch this, watch this. This is why we study Kemet, okay? Because see, in Kemet, you have the combination of various African people from the continent who come together that creates a grand federation of states that evolved out of, it starts from small communities to villages, okay, to districts or counties, all right, great cities, and then states. So in a sense, Kemet was a United States. So is okay? it true that the historical Moors were slave traders, that they, they um, participated in the African slave trade? Is that true? Was they, was they um, working side by side the Arabs? That is correct. In fact, we'll, let's be specific. Okay, let's go to the beloved Songhai Empire. Okay, now I am a, I am a descendant of the Ma, of of those of the Mali Empire, the Mandinka. Okay, who were um, absorbed by the Songhai Empire. Okay, now in 1591, okay, General Pasha, all right, of Morocco, okay, him and his superiors had their eyes on the riches and the wealth of the Songhai Empire, okay? Indigenous and indigenous African people, okay? So what General Pasha and his superiors and constituents did, they teamed up with Queen Elizabeth, all right, of England, all right? She sent uh, mercenaries, guns and cannons, all right? To aid in General Pasha and his superiors against the Songhai Empire. Now, the Songhai Empire did not possess firearms and guns except, okay? So they moved in on the Songa Empire, even though the, um, the military forces of the Songhai greatly outnumbered those of Morocco and the um, English mercenaries, right. all right, they had a, a, a technological advantage, okay? So they teamed up with Europeans. We had never and, heard the okay? sound of a cannon before. All we right. had never heard the right. sound of a cannon in, uh, in Songhai. So, this was an Islamic okay. state. Now, this was a so-called Islamic state. Now you have Muslims, okay, attacking Muslims. All right. To my understanding of Islam, you're not supposed to do that. Is that correct? Okay. Okay. <laughs> However, they team, like I said, they teamed up with the Europeans, attacked Songhai. All right. Carried off men, women, and children into slavery. Now, of course, the enslavement process didn't start there, but this was a a devastating blow because the Songhai Empire was one of the last major strongholds, okay, against European incursions, all right? Now, let's be fair. Even within the Songhai Empire, because again, there were Muslims, because again, we deal with scholarship, we got to be honest, all right? Arab Muslims or was they black? I mean, like, um, pale, pale Muslims. Okay. Uh, which people? Um, you know, with the Arabs, the Moors. And the Arabs, they was working hand in hand. Were yes. Pale Arabs, or were they like black that called themselves Arabs? All right. This more than likely would be yeah. This more likely would be a mix. You talk about those from Morocco, correct? Okay. So now look at the people there. Many of them are actually labeled Tawny Moors. Okay. Or tan. The word Tawny tan. All right. Moors. Okay. Then of course you're going to have dark skinned Moors, black Moors, etc. All right. I don't know the percentages of light skinned, dark skinned, etc. But you had you had that group attacking the darker nation. Most likely it was dark skin well. Okay, Conver converts. Can I? Can be converts. Can I add? Yes, sir. So what we uh, the period that we're talking about is we're dealing with someone called uh, Al Mansur. 
Al Mansour is the superior of uh, the Pashas. That's correct. So it's Al, uh, Al Mansour. Uh, the categories of Tony Moore and Black Amor didn't exist. It was the king of uh, Marrakesh or the king of Fez having a negotiation with the queen of Elizabeth, right? So those categories didn't exist. They will exist later because that's how you make that's how you make a slave, Willie Lynch, right? Those categories will exist later. We're talking about the beginning of a system. It is that this particular person, Al Mansour, is a little uncomfortable with the Ottoman Empire and with Portugal. He seeks an alliance with Queen, of, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh -huh. and the only thing that he could offer her is sugar, slaves, right, and gold. But he doesn't have that. It's in the South. So he goes and he goes and gets it, right? Now, these are what you call uh, Moors. This is what they call the Great Moroccan Empire. Right. right. Or the beginning of the Great Moroccan Empire. And this is where our fight is on my debate. My debate begins in this period or actually slightly before with the uh, with the actual invasion of African places, whether they're Berbers or not, all the way up until you get to the uh, Al-Andalus, right, which was Iberia, or you get to uh, the Maghreb, right? And then you finally get, uh, well, Morocco at this point didn't exist. Right, it, it, that's, that's the Maghreb, Arabic right. for West. That's correct, right? So, but that's where uh, African t territories were conquered. The issue is, are they claiming that these are Moors conquering Africans too? Do you understand what I'm saying? Say, the, right? These are, uh, these are the Umayyads conquering, expanding Arabism, right? Right. And then, so, my own, so I, I don't want to deal too much with this. I just wanted to bring in Al Mansour to say that that is the superior that you was talking about. Yes. Right? And that you're correct about General Pasha. Yes. Correct about the guns, the yes. cannons, and the Africans were defeated because we had never dealt with that type of military arsenal, right? Right. Against fighting people that we believe that are our, our brothers. Right. So when you came, when they came, when the so-called Moors came, or those from Morocco, we saw them as our brothers, and they were like, nah, they ain't gonna do that. They just saying, what's up? No problem. And then when it started happening, they said, they really doing this? And so we stood our ground, but we were conquered, and we were made slaves. Yes. There you go. And, and definitely you thank you for that. run from that. All right, now, here's the thing. Now, again, these are still our brothers right now, right? They're, they're still our brothers. Yes, okay, are. they are still our brothers. Who are you now, talking about? Our brothers. I'm talking. I'm, ta I'm talking about those who call themselves more. We're, they're still oh, our brothers. Yeah, yes, they're still yes, our brothers. Yes, yes. Okay. No. Now we may ha be, have uh, disagreements in ideologies. Okay. I'm gonna hit you okay. With man. All right. Yes. All right. Let me hit you with this Go. real quick. The Moors that the brothers call themselves Moors, and the brothers that call themselves Hebrew Israelites. I say this. That we were all Kemet at one time. The Moors who call themselves Moors, they were Kemet. 
and the Hebrews who call themselves Hebrews, they will kill it. What happened, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> yeah. I think, this is my premise, what I think what happened was, and our migration out of this land called Kemet, we begin to adopt, like some of us, we scattered. There was a great explosion, boom, that came out. And we just started flying everywhere. A group of Muslims, a group of Christians, a group of Moors, a group of Hebrews. We started adopting these terms. But what I'm saying is that we were all one at one time. Through our migration, we begin to say, well, you know, I've been out of Kemet for damn near 2,000 years now. I'm picking up this right here and I'm going to call myself a Hebrew. Or I'm going to call myself a Moor. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I would, I would, I would expand that by saying migrations out of Africa, not only Kemet. Okay. Because again, you know, again, even though I'm very much centered on Kemet, but again, we don't want to romanticize. You know what I'm saying? Because again, inner Africa, all right, Central East Africa is where man starts. Our ancestors start. Okay. Then we migrate from there. Now, with the different groups that you just named, Sanetta. Okay. The re one of the reasons why we're at odds with each other is because it's a difference in ideology. For example, you can have our brothers who are Hebrew Israelites, okay? They're based in the biblical narrative. We'll have some, uh, some of our Moorish brethren, all right, who are practicing Islam. They are based in the biblical narrative or biblical Islamic, okay, uh, uh, narrative, okay? Now, we deal with the traditional African paradigm, right? The two, the, the two are different paradigms, okay? Which is why terms such as Ma'atic Islam don't work because they're two different paradigms, okay? Now, the Abrahamic model basically says, I got the only God. There's only one God, right? See, when I say that to you as an African, you're saying, okay, yeah, there's only one reality. You recognize that, right? However, how, however, <laughs> watch this. You have what's called the rhetorical ethic, okay? Um, our elder, Marimba Ani, points this out in her Asili model. All right, is it ter universalistic terms? You have to watch the universalistic terms. So if I say to you, oh, there's only one God, we all worship him, that's universalistic. That's meant for you, not for me. But if I convince you that, and I can convince you that I, I'm the only one that has access to it, I'm the one that got the priest, you got to come to me for it, therefore I'm a Catholic priest. You got to come to me and I can suck you dry, or I can come to you and say, you know what, I got a prophet, his name is Muhammad, right, okay, I need to teach you, so you got to come to me. That's called, okay, that's that, um, those monotheisms. See, you got to watch that word, monotheism. Monotheism is not for the purpose of teaching you about one reality. It's for the purpose of conquering you, okay? So you need to come to me for the information. That means I get to enslave you. Same thing, same thing, with, okay? All right. I want to touch on that real quick. I think the most important word that we got to identify from the get-go is converts. Converts converting to a religion, converting to a way of life, meaning that this was not their indigenous way, but like Sonetta's premise was, they scattered throughout Africa, right? And they found themselves in place where they either forced on them to convert or they converted willingly because that was the law of the land. So we have to identify that. I don't have no problem with African people saying, oh, I'm a part of the Hebrew Israelite community. 
Okay, in one point in history, African people were he Hebrew Israelites. In one point in history, one African group, people were Moors. In one point in history, African people were Christians, were Muslim, whatever. But is that your indigenous form of spiritual practice? The answer is no. And that's the point that Reggie is arguing. I, and, and I'm knows. with him. Reggie knows that sometime in point we called ourselves Moors. We called ourselves Hebrews. But Reggie's argument is that's not our origin. This is what, that's, this is what they are saying. For example, for example, for example, when the brother was here earlier, the Sur people out of Senegambia, I understand why he thinks Islam has always been there because it's been there for thousands of years per the conversion. But a lot of people don't even take the time to look into a land spiritual practice before these religions got there. When you talk about the Afat Rug, they don't even know who Rug is. But Rug is the indigenous deity that was there, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, consonant with Ra. It's the same deity. It's the same deity. Yeah. Now, when the squad is here, I got to beg for the mic. Oh, <laughs> they, they, these brothers, you know, these, these brothers, boy, uh, we're confusing real quick, and I'll give it back. We're confusing peoples. And religions. Mm -hmm. Religions are not peoples. They're not people. Right. It's not a racial right? So it has nothing to do with race. Right. right. So when peoples choose religion, then they separate. Because without religion, we people. We're stuck together. <laughs> together. Right. When you start choosing a religion, then what happens is you don't become the peoples anymore. You become an aspect of that religion. Right. So you become a uh, how can I say? You become a cultural race. You're assimilated. You assimilated into that's that correct. So when we we have to be a little bit more scientific when we deal with this to our, to our audience, right? The fact of the matter is, once you choose a religion, you're not of the people. You are the religion, and we can't make any mistake about it, thinking that that's my brother, right? When his doctrine says that I am not his brother. Right, and, and let me touch on that real fast. Because I, cause I hear what you're saying, Brother Reggie. And as Amos Wilson reminded us, you got to check your religion against reality. Your religion says, for example, Christianity, that they all brothers in the eyes of God. They all Christian brothers, right? But is that reality? Hell no. KKK is Christian. All these people, well, they ain't up there no more. Yeah, yeah. But all them people on that wall that got burnt up, lynched, Heads cut off, castrated, were done by other Christians that they probably saw in church that day and knew what was going to happen to them and didn't warn them or nothing. So if you're going to be of these other theologies, you need to check your religion against reality. And the reality is we in a war. And if you can't check your theology against reality, then you need to throw it away. And, that, and, that's, and that's why, you, that's, this is why... You're African first, okay? I may be one thing, you may, ha may have one religion, he may have another, but if we're African first, we identify with each other, okay? And that, that's the issue. You have to be able to put certain differences aside, okay? And, and drop the xenophobia, the fear of differences, okay? We are African first, okay? For me, I'm African top to bottom, okay? What I practice comes directly from the continent. How I identify myself comes straight from the continent, okay? Now, all these other names, I understand people use different languages, but again, my preference is always Africa. I start in Africa and I end in Africa, okay? African first. We have to be much more, um, we have to be much more stringent now because we know now, facts, we know that religion is making cultural races. 
Every time you choose a religion, you're not a black man, you're a Muslim. You're a Christian. You're a, Christian. You you're a Hebrew, right? You are no longer a black man. Mm. Your phenotypes is black, mm -hmm. but it's like Fred Fanon says, you know, black skin, white mask. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You black skin, Arab mask, black skin, Christian mask, black skin, Hebrew. You look black. Mm -hmm. But your consciousness, but your consciousness is disassociated. Is disassociated, and yeah, so dangerous. when we, we what the problem with African people is that we was able to accept the differences. You, you brothers over there, that's what y'all want to. Cool, cool. We over here, right? We weren't ready for the war because the conditions of Europe made Europeans be one people against other people. They, they, they manufactured, they became masters of that system. When they saw us, oh, them brothers is over there. Them dudes is over there. Are you really? They over there? You mean if we attack them over there, they ain't coming? Let's see. Oh, shoot. We got them. And they used this system, right, in our differences. And then they gave us new differences. They gave us pseudo-initiation <coughs> into their creation into their religions. You're Muslim? I ain't gonna say this real quick, I'm gonna say this. You're a Christian, I don't mean that, Sanjeti, but I'm saying you're a Christian, right? So now you're an honorary Christian, you're an honorary Muslim, you're not really a Christian, you're not really a Muslim, but you're gonna do our bidding. The jig is up, y'all. This religion has to be purged from the human being, from the black, and when I mean human being, I mean black folks. Because we are the human beings. Everybody else is a different phenotype from us. We got to purge religion because it makes us diff think differently and it will continue to make us not unified. This, this, this is my question to you, uh, Brother Reggie. This is my question. And, I, and I'm definitely not disagreeing with you. But is it realistic to say that we can purge this, these different systems from our conscious community in time, because none of us knows how much time we got left to, to unify. Is it is it better to purge the religions to work that angle, or is it better to take Garvey's method and say that we are people of petty differences and unite under the red, black, and the green and attack this enemy? Garvey paradigm failed. Uh, and there's reasons why Garvey paradigm failed. Garvey's paradigm failed is also because a large part of his organization were Christians, right? Yes. And it was Christians that did them in, right? It was Christians that worked and with, Muslim. right? So, uh, th uh, but largely Christians, the ACL, uh, um, that that part of the organization, was primarily Christian, right? Was was Christian, right? Uh, we need to study the Garvey movement, but these are different times. And you know, as scientists, we are scientists, right? Different times have different characteristics, different problems, different solutions. We've heard the rhetoric of the Garvey movement, right? We have to pass it. What we do have to do is what I talk about is start taking these cities where we are largely populated. Your city, Sanjeti, you got to take that city of Philadelphia. That's it. Um, that, right now, Philadelphia is under siege. You know why? First of all, it's, on, it's a main line to Washington, D.C., right? It has so much housing so much real estate, so much potential, they gotta move the black folks out of there. We just been, it's like Harlem. We just been taken, but 
we have the votes in Philly. When you take Philly, Sanjetti, you take everything in it. You take the schools, the police department, the fire department. You take the health, um, the hospitals. You take the city colleges. You take everything. Then we can start where, in that point, religion doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. But until you start taking, have a path to power, you can't do anything. So then that's the only situation where, where uh, the petty differences come because we, we're not looking at power. So we focus on power, then that says we can deal with our best interests. That city, Philadelphia, that this brother lives in, it's one of the most important cities for black folks. So's Detroit, so's Jersey, I mean Newark, so's Oakland, right? So's Atlanta. But this city right here is a hub of black folks all throughout the Northeast, Philadelphia. And it's under siege now. You know the uh, real estate brokers are coming in, the developers are coming in. You saw what they did on Broad Street. Broad Street was, you couldn't do nothing on Broad Street. But when Temple started expanding with this university model of uh, being able to take control of lands around them, they transform Broad Street. We got to focus on power. That's the only way where religion is uh, negated. negated until it starts getting in the way. When there's a pastor trying to organize his church to do something different, yeah. then we got to get on them, yeah. right? So that's my that's my issue on it, my point on it. Right, when you lack power in this country, the only difference between demanding and begging is the tone of your voice. That's it. When you lack power in this country, the only difference between demanding and begging is the tone of your voice. And we don't have any power right now. That's why as much as this information is needed to recapture the African mind, we definitely have to hit economics as well. Because like the elder just said, you gotta take everything. The, the hospital, the, the, the museums, everything, all of it. You gotta take all of it because they took all of it. So we definitely have to be looking at economic models to come together and to really pull our resources so we can start to take some of that stuff back. Study to come up with these solutions. We're not studying it just to be good in history. We're looking, we're being problem solvers. Mm -hmm. We're looking at something like uh, the Hebrews, right? Or uh, when they got their victory, so-called, in their Bible. They had through only 300, 400 years of Israel before it got uh, sacked by the Assyrians and the Babylonians. That's not a successful model. They have a whole bunch of excuses for it, right? But through their claims of the exodus, their claims of all of that, their success was the promised land, right? They only had three, four hundred years of that before it was sacked by warmongers. That's not a successful model. Kemet had 3,000 years and hadn't been invaded countless times. We had something, like you was talking about, uh, United Cities. That was the, the heart of, of Kemet, right? So we have to apply that. We have to do this one city at a time. And that's why I'm talking to young people or younger people about if you don't have a plan and religion's the problem, right? The plan is to organize ourselves to take these cities. I'm looking at Sanjetti right there. Sanjetti could be the mayor. The mayor, the current mayor of Philadelphia ain't shit, ain't got shit on Sanjetti. Why are we uh, distracted from things that we can do? Here's a brother, well-spoken, right? Uh, uh, brilliant. 
right? Why can't he take it? The fact of the matter is that we're going to have to want to take it. So that's it. That's it. Definitely. And, it, and it, people are interested in an African economic group that are working to do just that. Uh, go on usliftingus.com. Check out the uh, plan that we have on there. We have an economic model on there. Check it out. It's free to check it out. And if you want to sign up, then you can sign up right there and we'll get back with you expeditiously. We're trying to make an economic model for the conscious community, for the brothers that want to move forward, that are interested in taking those things that Brother uh, Reggie was just talking about. So if you want to be a part of that, usliftingus.com, and we'll get it moving. So we're going to close out this show. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I am so looking forward to some of the things that the squad is going to be bringing. Uh, uh, and I'm looking forward to how people uh, deal with the information that I'm going to bring, right? Uh, because we got real solutions. Our time is now. Uh, religion is on the run. Because now I do want to say publicly, right? Since you're here, this is good. We're dealing with new age Christians, new age Muslims, new age Hebrews. I think Polite put that uh, well. What I mean is that they can no longer use their books to fight. No, they can't. They have to go outside of their books. They're talking about haplogroups now. That's correct. <laughs> They're doing slide shares, right? Yeah. So they, their books have failed them. And so in order for them to compete, they have to master <coughs> what we know. The problem with that is that the more they know what we know, the less they're going to focus on the uh, books so that we're winning. So I'm going to close out and I look forward to uh, I hope everybody can make the museum trip or, and or the conference and hear some of these young brothers uh, do their science. Peace. Black African Power Team Osiris up, Amara Squad up, Magi Archers up. Side Meta Studios. Peace. <coughs> I got some slides I got to print.